0: A Coconut is a suite of open protocols designed to enable frictionless movement of Bitcoin liquidity between decentralized systems. It enables Bitcoin holders to maximize risk adjusted yields across blockchain networks. Today I was joined by Terry with the A Coconuts team to get into the details of their Bitcoin focused project. Welcome to the BSC News Podcast. Terry, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks, Ben. Thanks for um hosting today.
0: Absolutely. And how's your day going so far?
1: Good. I'm I'm actually in Asia right now, so um it's it's getting a little bit late, but always happy to, you know, sh- uh talk with you and share about the project.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And, uh so are you about 12 hours ahead of me probably?
1: Mhm. Yeah, 12 hours ahead.
0: So it is late. So pre- I appreciate you uh, staying up late and coming on with me then. That's awesome.
1: No, I love what you guys are building out at uh, BSC News. So very excited to, um, to, to share what we have going on here.
0: Great. And so why don't we just get into uh, your project? It's called A Coconut, if I'm saying that correctly.
1: That is absolutely um, correct.
0: Perfect. And so why don't you get started with um, a high level description and maybe a little background of the project?
1: Yeah, of course. So um, a coconut is basically um, a BTC DeFi project uh, in simplest terms. And basically what we're trying to solve is uh, frictionless liquidity. Um, What that actually means is um, how do we provide um, the most cost efficient as well as the most user friendly way for Bitcoin holders to move their Bitcoin liquidity uh, between blockchain networks, number one, and number two, between uh, decentralized applications. Okay, so um, going further into that, um, right now, obviously there are uh, bridging solutions um, that allows uh, bit native Bitcoins to be um, uh, bridged over onto the Ethereum network. So. There's Ren. There's, uh, for example, WBTC. Um, you know, Boring down, TBTC, etc. So, obviously, you know, a lot of props to these projects for building out that infrastructure. Um, but what a Coconut is designed to do is that once the BTC liquidity is already on Ethereum, how do we make the transition from Ethereum network? Onto other next-generation layer ones such as BSC, uh, Polkadot, uh, Phantom, etc. How do we move? How do we make that movement of BTC liquidity between Ethereum and these um, new layer one networks, layer one networks, uh, more frictionless uh, in terms of cost and in terms of efficiency? So this is what we mean by. Uh, solving for frictionless liquidity between blockchain network. And that's only one piece of the puzzle that um, our project is designed to address. Uh, The second second part of the puzzle is moving the liquidity, moving the BTC liquidity between uh, DeFi applications. So obviously a lot of uh, yield farming um, opportunities right now exist uh, in Ethereum, so a user putting, um, you know, for example, WBTC in Curve or Compound or Aave, etc. Um, so right now, we obviously, I, I think everybody can agree that um, doing active sort of allocation of liquidity between um, DeFi protocols on Ethereum is is very expensive. So what we're set up to do is how do we make that process, you know, just to move the liquidity between um, DeFi applications, DeFi protocols, you know, more seamless as well as, uh, you know, more cost efficient. So in short, right, um, a coconut is a BTC DeFi project uh, that aims to provide a frictionless experience for users of, for holders of BTC to move their BTC between uh, blockchain networks, as well as between um, DeFi applications. Okay.
0: that's um, I really like that. And let's start with... Let's get a little more into the first part of it. Sure. Um, and then I, I am very interested in the actual like DeFi application part as well. But let's start with the first part between basically moving blockchain to blockchain. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so... I think what I want to do is we can we can talk about this and kind of describe it in simple terms, especially for newer DeFi users, mm-hmm. right? So, in practice, with this, if I if I had wrapped Bitcoin like WBTC, mm-hmm. I could use a coconut to essentially, or so I would I have to trade wrapped Bitcoin for what's the the token that your
1: system uses? Okay, so I mentioned, right, like under like under the coconut project, um, there are two protocols, okay? So one protocol is designed to move the Bitcoin liquidity between Ethereum to other um, layer one networks. So this protocol is called ACBTC, okay? Okay. And uh, this, the, the latter part, you know, moving um, BTC liquidity between um, DeFi applications uh, that protocol is called uh, BTC Plus. So, okay. So we can start with uh, ACBTC first because it's already launched and uh, there are uh, users um, using AC the ACBTC protocol already. Okay. So, so why
0: don't we walk through what a mm-hmm. a um, a process would be to get. ACBTC from Ethereum to BSC, right? So let's talk through that process.
1: Yeah, of course. So um, if let's say you're holding WBTC already, um, the first step would be you could mint um, ACBTC with uh, WBTC. Um, So the ACBTC protocol essentially... Uh, is a composite basket made up of currently WBTC and RenBTC. So that means that whether you're holding WBTC or RenBTC, you could mint ACBTC at a one-to-one peg. So okay, you're not um, you're not trading for ACBTC. It's just that you're you're depositing uh, WBTC or RAMBTC and you're minting ACBTC, okay? So the ACBTC protocol is essentially um, powered by a swap engine, very very similar to how um, the uh, stable swap uh, engine behind Curve, okay? So after you, um, you know, after you mint the ACBTC, you could roam ACBTC onto the BSC network at a zero cost um, sort of transaction model. And right now, you know this this roaming process. We are actually working with a project called AnySwap. I'm sure you, you've you've heard of these guys because mm-hmm. they've actually built out that um, bridging solution uh, from. Uh, Ethereum to other Ethereum compatible chains. So we're, 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 we have integrated their solutions so that ACBTC on Ethereum can be roamed onto the BSC network. So that's the process flow um, for, for somebody that's currently holding, let's say WBTC or REMBTC uh, on the Ethereum network.
0: Okay. And so basically we, uh, I would just go to your website, I would mint that token. And then, um, when it, when it becomes available to me on BSC, cause I, I imagine it does it within the same wallet address because they're compatible to both chains. Um, mm-hmm. do, what do you do with it on the, so on the other side, if you want to exchange it then for something, do you just go to a liquidity pool or do you do it, through your, you know, can I get Bitcoin B from your system or, or how would the, then the extraction process work basically?
1: Okay. That's a, that's a, that's a, uh, that's a really good question. So um, we could look at it this way, right? So on the Ethereum network, um, there's, there's WBDC, which, you know, has the highest amount of, you uh, uh, Mint volume for PEC BTC. And then um, right now uh, HBTC is at is at second place. Um, and then followed by REM BTC. Um, but then if we take a look at, let's say, the BSC network, um, you know, the asset, the, the, the BTC pack asset that's currently sitting at the first place uh, is BTCB. Um, mm-hmm. And the second place is currently up for grabs. Okay, it's up for grabs. So I think we could all agree that um, you know DeFi maximalists or people that are um, you know that wants to transact in a decentralized way, um, you know they may want to avoid using BTCB for whatever reason, so, you know centralization or uh, whatever, whatever concerns that they may have. Okay, so therefore we feel that. The second place, uh, which is currently up for grabs, um, is 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 a good, you know, is a is a is a white space for ACBTC to, um, to 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 partake or take up. Okay, so to answer to go back to your question now, like you know, basically your question was, you know, what can people do uh, with ACBTC on BSC? Correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Given that ACBTC is a composite asset, okay, meaning that um, whether it's on Ethereum or on BSC, ACBTC is composed of um, different uh, different versions of BTC packed assets, okay. Mm-hmm. So on BSC, um, it's going to be composed of BTCB. As well as uh, ACBTC uh, Ethereum's version, so these two combined together will will um, will come up with ACBTC on BSC. So this is the composite uh, ACBTC version on uh, on on the BSC network. Okay, so this is sort of the um, the, uh, the 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 infrastructure. Okay, so to answer your question now, what can people do? Okay, the main use case for ACBTC is again is for frictionless transfer uh, between networks. Okay, so what that means is that um, let's say some 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 somebody uh, on the Ethereum network, uh, sorry, on the BSC network. Um, Saw an opportunity, a yield farming opportunity, um, on Ethereum. Okay, but he, but this person currently has, let's say, uh, um, let's say this person is currently holding B BTCB. Okay, on BSC. So how how would this user, um, in the most cost effective way, bring that BTCB back to Ethereum? Okay, so obviously the, the you know um, one of the default solution would be to use you know maybe the binance exchange, and you could just you know sort of change your BTCB back into uh, RenBTC. Okay, however, as I mentioned, um, for users that you know don't necessarily want to go through uh, uh go through a centralized exchange for that, for that uh, swapping conversion process. That's where ACBTC com- com- uh, would come in, would come into place, because this user would be able to um, generate um, ACBTC on BSC with the BTCB, and then this, because ultimately this is a composition and uh, this is a composition asset, so this user can roam back to the Ethereum network. Once the ACBTC gets rolled back to the Ethereum network, the underlying is made up of WBTC and RENBTC. So then they could extract the RENBTC from the ACBTC composition.
0: Got it. So, and the same thing could be true in reverse. You could extract uh, BTCB from your ACBTC. Is that correct? Exactly. Exactly. So, so it's not really like liquidity pool swapping because it doesn't need that. It's just you just un unmint it for lack of a better term, right? Exactly. It's, okay. Exactly.
1: Great. Great. So just one like just one point, right? So um, the reason why we feel um, you know ACBTC you know th- that's just a um, a native uh, layman use case for ACBTC is just for users to be able to um, bridge across um, the BTC liquidity um, between different layer um, ones. Um, but when we actually get granular uh, in terms of why we, we propose a solution is that, um, obviously I've, you know a lot of users are probably aware of the fact that uh, in order to mint, our, for example, RenBTC, BTC, um, they would have to pay a 0.25% Uh, fee for for minting uh, plus a network uh, plus a network fee. So um, we feel that you know this fee um, it's kind of like paying for a toll when you're you know driving on on the freeway driving on the highway. (laughs) Um, You know the the toll is only a means to an end. Uh, The ultimate goal of the user is to get to the destination. Okay. So Our approach is basically, you know, trying to figure out, okay, once the user has already incurred this cost first time around, okay, for minting, let's say, RenBTC onto Ethereum, how do we maximize that, uh, sorry, how do we maximize the, um, I guess, uh, the channels for which this liquidity could move to? In that case, you know, moving to BD, uh, BSC or moving to uh, Polkadot or moving uh, to, to Phantom or um, any other sort of uh, EVM-compatible chains, okay? So that's why, like, the, the, the one thing that we really want to stress is um, the costlessness of uh, ACBTC. So that because the user have already paid for that fees once, and we obviously don't want the users to, um, you know, pay for the fees again if, let's say he wanted, you know, for example, um, for example, REM BTC on BSC, he could just simply use the ACBTC solution.
0: And so, what the process of uh, minting the ACBTC and moving it across chains is completely free to the user. If I'm understanding that.
1: Correct. At least that's, at how, least at how does that work? <laughs> yeah, scared. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> good. Really good question. So, I mentioned um, I mentioned that um, the the cross chain process between Ethereum and BSC um, we are actually uh, integrating AnySwap's um, solution. Um, so AnySwap actually charges a much um, a, a much different um, I guess pricing model uh, for for cross chain transactions. Okay. Um, but what we've done is that we're able to negotiate a, a deal, basically, uh, for using that um, for using any, any swaps solution. Um, so basically, at a much more reduced uh, transaction fees. Mm-hmm. But then, what we're planning to do, and you know, also as a part of the um, token uh, tokenomics for uh, for the coconut project. Uh, is to subsidize um, users that have you know utilized that cross chain function and the fees incurred uh, would be subsidized using the AC token. Okay So that's how we uh, that's how we can provide that costless uh, cross chain because ultimately um, we want to be able to um, basically empower, uh, BTC liquidity to freely move between um different layer ones.
0: Mm-hmm. it's um, I could already see you know the the usefulness of this because I always need to get back and forth and I jump through a lot of hoops to get there, right so i'm I'm actually looking forward to really trying this out and just seeing how it works. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always looking for a better way to do just what you're talking about.
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: And so, let's move into the second part of your project, which is the BTC Plus, because mm-hmm. um, I think the the concept of being able to utilize Ethereum DeFi projects at a much lower cost um, is enticing. So I really want to hear about how that works.
1: Yes, yeah. So, um, yeah. So BTC Plus is the new um, is the new product that. We are launching uh, in less than a week, so we've been super busy, um, uh, just just tying the loose ends, uh, getting the audits, and, and and just preparing for the the uh, the marketing push for BTC Plus. So what BTC Plus ultimately is, um, um, again, it's it's part of the uh, BTC DeFi uh, product suite. Um, BTC Plus is a positively rebasing um, synthetic token, BTC token. Okay, so yeah. what that means is that um, I'll provide you with the use case directly. So um, right now, obviously there are different yield uh, yield uh, generating opportunities. Whether it's on Ethereum or BSC, so we'll we'll, we'll take um, we'll take uh, Ethereum for example. Uh, For example, like you know, a user could put uh, WBTC um, into Compound to generate an interest, or they could put WBTC into Aave to generate an interest. In return, um, this user would get a token called uh, CWBTC, which represents uh, the rights to sort of redeem the BTC asset on Compound. So, um, in our point of view, um, it's great, okay, it's great that the user is able to sort of generate this yield. Um, but in our point of view, um, the user, in order for him to get this yield, uh, the user is actually giving up um, the usability of the cut of the uh, of the of the Bitcoin deposit, okay. Um, because right now, like with CWBTC, the user is not able to, uh, for example, further trade against it, or borrow against it, or lend it out. Well, well I guess you know the user could send the CWBTC to somebody else, but technically they can cannot borrow, like further borrow against it. So, um, you know, the the gap that we saw was that with these type of um, Interest-bearing um, BTC tokens. Uh, <clears throat> there's actually a way for us to not only um, do the positive rebase, which means um, automatically harvest the interest on behalf of the user, but the interest that are being harvested gets uh, uh, will will mint additional. Uh, BTC plus for the user so that
0: I was, uh, I'm just going to jump in real quick. I was
1: really hoping
0: that this is where that was
1: going. Yeah. Uh,
0: I I was thinking like ahead and I'm like, so by the rebasing concept is you'll basically be just accruing
1: BTC. Exactly. Plus token. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And I want to stress that it's, positive rebase because obviously there's uh another project that's um very popular in the in 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 the community right now that's also a rebasing uh that has a rebase mechanism but their rebase mechanism is uh goes both ways which in our opinion um it's not very it's not very effective uh especially for if it wants to sort of um you know Dictate the not dictate, but but maintain that price against Bitcoin. So for us, our mechanism is positive rebates only because the interest that gets generated, um, you know, the protocol would harvest automatically on behalf of the user, and that interest would mint additional BTC plus, so that um, BTC plus will be able to uh, maintain a good peg against. BTC value, as well as, um, you know, BTC plus can be used in other DeFi protocols, such as, you know, lending, borrowing, options trading, uh, insurance, etc. So in in the simplest terms, um, BTC plus is a yield plus composability Uh, synthetic BTC
0: yeah so it's kind of a multi-yielding asset or you can make it a multi-yielding asset so if I hold BTC plus I'm essentially auto-generating yield into my position correct yep and then I can further lend that into a lending platform to earn additional interest on it
1: exactly exactly and um, the beauty right like so these are the sort of um, the, the the obvious uh, um, value proposition of of BTC plus, but you know something that um, when we set our foot to design BTC plus uh, three months ago was we sort of you know <laughs> we were witnessing the um, astronomical uh, gas fees on Ethereum, and you know. I, like for an average uh, user, you know, having a active strategy in allocating between different uh, protocols, you know, has become super expensive. Um, sometimes it's even better to, you know, just stay put and not do anything just to avoid uh, paying those uh, paying those gas fees. True. Yep. So BTC Plus um, would, you know, do that harvesting on behalf of the user. So then the user does not Need to sort of uh, incur those uh, those uh, those fees. So this is like an additional uh, sort of uh, highlight of of, of BTC plus.
0: So how would I go about getting it? Is this a, a asset that I would mint in the same way?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So so um, really good question. Um, so the mint the minting process of BTC plus is actually, um, uh, we've purposely designed it um, in two steps, okay? So the first step is, if let's say you are currently holding um, CWBTC, um, you could, the first step that you would do, that you would take is you could mint um, CWBTC plus, Okay, so we've we've introduced um, a plus token, uh, a single plus token uh, to user. Okay, so it's kind of like saying, just wrap your interest bearing BTC token uh, with that plus layer. Okay, so what that plus layer does is it allows the user um, to just very simply wrap that asset so that that asset can be used to mint BTC plus. Okay. So the reason why, the reason why, you know, we, we, we could have um, just, we could have provided a solution that allows the user to just mint BTC plus directly with CWBDC, for example, because, you know, we we could just uh, design a zap function uh, in, in, uh, in the middle. And everything just you know happens in the back end. but we decided not to do that because um, for different reasons. Number one, uh, users you know may not feel comfortable uh, to 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 just uh, you know mint BTC plus from the get go. So that's why we've uh, carved it up into two steps. The first step is uh, to get that plus token. Having that plus token, not only does it not change the users. Um, normal um behavior um because because it's very simple like once you have cwbtc you could just you know sort of wrap a layer around it and then once you have cwbtc plus you could use that to for example participate in our um in our in our yield farming strategies okay and then the second part is if you feel comfortable okay with going that next step is to, to mint BTC plus you could use your CWBTC+, plus to mint BTC plus okay so it's basically a two-step approach and the, uh, uh, the reason why we've designed it that way is basically uh, try not to really change the user's um, behavior uh, at, the, at, the, at the beginning
0: mm-hmm that makes sense. And so, on what would be the what's the plan for when this launches on uh, Binance Smart Chain? Um, what tokens will be interacting in the same way using the Binance Smart Chain example?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great question. So, um, so we're we're actually um, we're actually starting um, beta uh, beta testing um, that will be open to the public in less than a week, okay? Um, So the assets that, (coughs) sorry, um, the beta testing will be on BSC first, okay? So it will be exclusively on BSC first. Um, And then we'll come back to Ethereum and open up BTC Plus on Ethereum. Um, So to answer your question, the assets that we will support on uh, BSC, uh, there's, there's four assets, okay? So there's the um, auto uh, auto BTCB. Um, there's the Venus version of uh, BTCB. So V BTCB. Um, we're also going to support um, ACS version of BTCB. Okay. And one more that we're going to support is uh, four tube, four tubes version of BTCB. So four assets um, to start off with uh, on the BSC network. Um, The reason why we chose these four assets um, mainly uh, came down to two reasons. Number one is um, the asset size that are, basically the amount of BTCB that are currently locked up in these uh, these four different uh, protocols. And number two, is uh, their their code quality? because what we did was we actually went through all of these projects to 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 um, you know to see you know how comfortable we are with understanding um, you know their 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 codes uh, because ultimately this is uh, you know <laughs> BTCP BTCB interacts with um, you know other protocols. so security is is, is very important. so that's why, uh, it was it was very uh, important for us to go through that step to you know understand how the code is written and we feel comfortable with it. So uh, these four initially.
0: Okay, and so for an example of how I could do this, then is I deposit my BTCB into a into the auto vault, yep. and then I take the token that that gives me, and I use that to mint, essentially the auto BTC plus token. Correct. Correct. That would be step one. And then I could either yield farm with that, or I can mint that into BTC plus, which will that also have some type of yield farming component with it to yes. Almost. So, cause, cause I'm, I'm imagining BTC plus will be tradable. So there will be liquidity pools. Yes. Um, so it's really like, this is like earnings on earnings on earnings.
1: <laughs> Correct. Correct. Yeah.
0: Okay. Got it.
1: So, um, so when we first begin, um, because obviously, um, for BTC, uh, for BTC Plus to have that extra level of earnings, um, it would need to be aggregated uh, into. Other, for example, lending uh, lending protocols uh, on 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 BSC, um, but right now, like you know, that's you know that's a BD initiative that uh, that's 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 ongoing, but we feel that uh, you know with a sizable um, TVL, um, you know, the BD conversation will um, you know will will will, will, will follow through. Um, so initially. There's going to be so once the user has minted um, BTCB on BSC, uh, there will be a farm or or a strategy that allows the user to um, deposit that BTCB to earn um, not only the underlying um, the underlying yields from the different interest-bearing tokens, but also um, the AC token. That's the initial strategy until BTCB gets aggregated into other uh, DeFi protocols. That's where the additional uh, earnings would come from.
0: Okay, and and really the the cheapest way to get BTC plus would be to actually go through the minting process yourself rather than buying in a in a future liquidity pool because it'll almost it should almost always trade at a premium, right? Correct. Um. And until unless you buy it immediately immediately after a rebase, it'll basically always be at a premium.
1: So Correct. To speak. Correct.
0: Okay. you know this is a I haven't done a lot of minting stuff myself, so this is actually a, a learning process for me, and I'm trying to understand the whole every step of the way. And then when you throw in a positively rebasing token with it, it makes it that much more interesting. Um, yeah, and so I mean this is this is really neat. Um. Yeah. what, it, you know, and you, you just brought up the, uh, the, is it the AC token? Is that yeah. what it would be? Okay. So, so what are the, the tokenomics there and how does that tie into the whole ecosystem?
1: Yeah. Uh, great question. So, um, in terms of, um, in terms of the use case, uh, for the AC token, um, first of all, AC uh, is a governance token uh, for the uh, for the Coconut Protocol Suite. Okay, so uh, just to refresh the listeners' memory, um, under the Coconut Protocol Suite, um, there are two protocols. Uh, there's the AC BTC protocol, and then there's the BTC Plus. Uh, so the AC token basically governs, um, you know, these two protocols. Um, In terms of the usage for AC, um, there's a few. Uh, I mentioned um, at the beginning of of this podcast um, that AC would be used uh, to subsidize um, the cross-chain fees uh, for ACBTC, so then we can make that uh, cross-chain process truly uh, costless uh, for, for users, so that's one use case. Uh, the second use case uh, is very similar to um, curves uh, governance uh, model is where a holder of AC can lock AC to get a voting uh, sorry to get a AC an AC token with voting power okay so basically um. The, the this token is going to be called uh, VAC okay VAC will um contain governance voting power as well as boosting power for uh mining in different strategies so this we basically um took a page out of uh, out of curve because we feel that um on a few different levels um, you know the design of our project is 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 uh, is quite similar to to, to to curve, and we we feel they've done a really good job with their the um, ECRV concept. So this is the second use case. Uh, AC can be used for governance voting as well as um, boosting. Um, and then the third use case is we also have a insurance cover, okay, called AC Safe, okay. So um, I'm going to explain really quickly what AC Safe does, um, and then go back to the use case uh, for AC. So, because I mentioned um, a- whether it's AC BTC or BTC Plus, um, these two protocols' uh, underlying engine uh, is basically a basket of different BTC pegged assets, okay, or or interest-bearing BTC tokens. Um, whether it's, you know, for example, WBTC, REN or, you know, REN CRV, et cetera, et cetera. Um, <clears throat> so one of the first questions that, you know, we get from users is because, you know, it's a basket, um, how do we assure that the constituents within the basket does not go bad? Or what happens if one of the constituents uh, does go bad? So our answer to that was it the introduction of AC safe. Okay. So what that means is that if there's a user that is currently using ACBTC, um and let's just say you know this user does not feel comfortable, okay, with let's say WBTC, this user could use AC to purchase an insurance cover on the WBTC position. So, in case WBTC, whether it depegs or, um, you know, it, 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 uh, you know, if yeah, if, if basically the only the only scenario where um, it would go bad is it depegs from from BTC price. So, if, if that's the case, then because the user has purchased insurance cover on this specific um, asset, this user would get paid out. Um, AC tokens from the AC safe reserve, and then same thing, okay. With um, same thing with uh, interest-bearing BTC assets. So, for example, uh, let's say a user uh, doesn't really co- doesn't really feel comfortable with let's say auto uh, auto BTCB uh, on on BD- in BTC plus. This user could purchase um, insurance cover on. Auto BTCB, and if it does, you know, the peg, then he would get this user would get paid out uh, in in AC token. So this is actually a really neat design we feel because um, because of 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 the nature of uh, of our protocols, it's, it's a basket design. So um, you know, we we're, we're not we're not guaranteeing the user that you know all the assets are not going to fail. Uh, you know but obviously the users can use their own discretion to decide uh, what insurance to uh, to purchase. So that's the uh, that's the third use case, third, third use case for AC. Um, and then the final one, okay, the final use case um, is basically um, AC will be used uh, to replenish um, the different mining pools. Okay, so I'm gonna explain what this means. Um, so for BTC, for BTC Plus, okay, um, one of the core functions is 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 the yield function, okay, because uh, it takes in interest-bearing BTC tokens. Uh, so you know what we're what BTC Plus is doing ultimately is is helping uh, users to 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 generate as well as to collect uh, and 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 rebase that yield. So BTC Plus. Um, intrinsically will have a management fee um, that the protocol uh, collects, okay? So the management fees that BTCB, sorry, BTC Plus generates will be used to repurchase AC on the open market, okay? So those fees that gets generated will be used to buy AC from the open market. And those AC that are bought back will be put back into the mining, the different mining pools. Okay. So the reason, so the reason why we wanted to do this uh, is because we saw that obviously there are new projects coming out, like, you know, every hour, every day. Um, you know, a lot of these projects, um, you know, uh, offer you know really great yields. However, I think everybody that's familiar with uh, with with yield farming could agree that you know the yields don't last. Okay, whether it's because um, the price has changed, or uh, the subsidy has 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 gone down, or um, or the um, the TVL of the platform has has shot up. Okay, so any of these variables could could really affect. The, uh, the effective yield, okay? So for us, um, because we feel, because our project is a BTC DeFi project, and we feel that uh, yield is a, uh, is, is, is probably a primary use case for BTC holders. And what these guys are looking for is consistency. They may not, um, they may not chase for you know astronomical yields like in the thousands or even in the hundreds. Uh, if 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 we're able to come up with a product that offers user you know anywhere between let's say fifty percent to seventy percent um, yield on a consistent basis, we feel that you know this will be a very competitive um, BTC DeFi product on the market. So that's why we implemented this uh, sort of replenishing. Uh, model, because we don't want the yield to dry to dry up very quickly, so that's why we're with the fees that gets generated, we use it to buy AC, and this AC basically goes back into into the different uh, farms to maintain um, that you know consistency. So okay, yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a lot of information, but uh, feel it is, but I think yeah
0: no, I think it's good. I think uh, I think you did a really good job explaining that, and so just like uh, to summarize a, a yield farming strategy could be to mint your way to BC, BTC plus, deposit that to earn AC, mm-hmm. and then you're, you're earning twice at the same time there. you're earning the essentially a passive rebasing yield from the Correct. BTC plus Correct. then you're also earning AC at the same time. Um, that's that's a, I think that's really unique, especially be it's it's what you said it's um, if I just want to hold Bitcoin, this is a great way to earn to accrue Bitcoin and then to also get an additional token um, on top of that. Correct. And so, is the the AC token you said launches in a few days
1: to a week? Is that correct? So. Um... The AC token is actually already launched uh, okay. since the launch of ACBTC back in October of last year. So um, we basically did um, the first round of uh, sort of liquidity mining uh, when we first launched ACBTC. Um, so the AC token is, is currently trading already. Uh, it's currently in circulation already. Um is that on BSC or just Ethereum? So it's actually on both. Um, okay. Let me let me explain. Um, so it was first obviously on Ethereum. Um, rough, roughly three weeks ago. Um, yeah, roughly three weeks ago, we did a crowd pooling event on Doodoo. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Doodoo, the uh, decentralized exchange. Um, but basically, uh, we, you know, we were the first project. To do um a crowd pooling event uh on bsc uh basically powered by uh powered by doodoo um the turnout was really good uh it, it, it was for a small amount uh it was only for 200k ac tokens uh on bsc so basically uh users that are Interested uh, in 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 getting AC on BSC, they could use uh, BUSD to uh, to to participate in the crowd pooling event. Um, so this happened uh, three weeks ago um, on 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 BSC. So right now AC is already on BSC. However, um, we haven't opened the bridge yet. We haven't opened the bridge between. Um, Ethereum and BSC, meaning that a uh, user that has, let's say, AC on BSC cannot transfer back or, or, or sorry, convert back into um, AC on Ethereum. We, we have the tech built out already. We already have the UI built out already, but we just haven't um, opened the bridge yet because we wanted to wait for uh, the launch of BTC plus and open up that bridge in together. Okay, great.
0: So I think we've, we have definitely covered a lot. There's a lot of information there, a lot of excellent information. And is there anything that you would want to, uh, wrap up this podcast with in terms of, uh, dates for listeners to look forward to, or, um, any additional information that you'd want to share?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and you know, once again, like, thanks, thanks, uh, Know, for asking all these great questions um, about about the project um, so just just to wrap up I guess um, <clears throat> like our, our our main focus at least at least for the next uh, you know I would say next couple of weeks like two three weeks is to uh, push um, BTCB uh, sorry not BTCB, BTC plus uh, to all the uh, you know to the BSC community, uh, because as I mentioned, um, BSC will be the first um, chain that we will be deploying the BTC plus um, product. So um, definitely something that's very exciting because we feel that a lot of, uh, um, <laughs> I don't want to sound like condescending or, 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 or whatever, but um, I feel like a lot of um, average user uh, can really uh, participate uh, in you know yield farming strategies right now on BSC versus on Ethereum due to the, due to the uh, high uh, high gas fees. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's 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 a, that's the reason why we decided to uh, to launch on um, BSC first. Um, <laughs> so a few pieces of information that I hope all the listeners. Would pick up. Uh, number one is uh, we will be starting a um, beta test in less than a week. The exact details uh, will be announced um, in our official, official channels, Twitter, uh, Medium, uh, Telegram, Discord. Um, so we highly encourage uh, users to participate in the beta test because uh, we are planning to do an airdrop uh, for everybody that uh, decides to participate, so okay. this will be a great way uh, to not only, you know, trial our product, but you know, as well as to dabble into the AC token uh, on BSC. And so, so
0: when you say beta test, it'll be a working product, though, correct? It will be you a working it?
1: product. It will okay, be a working yeah. product. Yeah, it will be a working okay, product. Great. So it'll, it'll last for a week. Um, the exact dates, uh, again, we'll, 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 we'll announce, but it will last for a week. So highly encourage uh, everybody to give it a try. Um, during the beta testing periods, uh, the, farms, the, 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 the farms will not be activated yet, but uh, it will be activated as soon as the beta testing uh, round um, wraps up. So then a user could immediately put their um btc lp tokens sorry uh uh put their btc plus as well as uh the single plus tokens uh to work as well as the ac Mm -hmm. um that's really exciting yeah so we are actually very uh excited and 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 we look forward to you know interacting uh more with the bsc community um you know community like 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 yours as well as as well as others like we really want to you know offer a really um i guess you know a a, a good product a good BTC 5 product uh for 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 users on 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 bsc
0: right and it looks like you've really developed that and um and this is just a great way to boost uh bitcoin yield which which is really really a great thing to bring to the space
1: yeah, definitely, definitely. And and obviously, right, like um, yield is, is only um, the starting point um, I mentioned. Mm-hmm. You know, once we have uh, traction in terms of the, um, the amount of BTC that's like locked in the platform, I think it'll make the conversation go a lot easier uh, with integrating into uh, other DeFi protocols. Because again, uh, BTC Plus is a... Combination of yield plus composability, and the composability part is something that the space has never seen. We feel that this mm-hmm. is really the um, innovative part.
0: No, oh, that's really exciting, and I am looking forward to seeing everything you guys do. And let's keep in touch. And as as when we get into you know new territory with your project, let's uh, let's get back together and and catch up.
1: Okay, definitely.
0: Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time, Terry, and I'll talk to you later.
1: Okay. Thank you very much, Ben. Have a good one. Absolutely. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye.